Ding dong. It's Drizzly. I have your drink delivery. Thanks so much. Is it margarita stuff? Uh, is it whiskey for your anniversary that's coming up? How did you know my Anna? Or is it an order from your future self who time traveled to make sure you stayed in with a cocktail instead of going to the bar where a mysterious portal is slurping people up? Uh, I hope not. Mescal. Oh, I was close. So close. High five. Get the right libation for whatever situation with alcohol delivery from Drizzly. Download the Drizzly app or order online at drizly.com. Ding dong. It's Drizzly. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Let me ask you this, Violetta. Yes. Would you consider yourself into fitness, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, Melissa. Yes. Oh, I just screwed this up. Hang on. <laughs> I just really, I totally screwed this oh, up. Oh, you want to start again? No, oh, no, I got it. Okay. Uh, you would consider yourself into fitness? No, you said Melissa, and I answered you yes. And I, oh. But you didn't yeah, ask meant, the I question. Meant, I meant Melissa, same question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you like hot dogs? <laughs> Wait, you see what's happening here? Be a lot of into fitness. Yes. Melissa? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say not at the moment. It's not an answer. That means you have been in the past? Oh, yeah. Well, I used to be an instructor. Okay, can I can I tell you something? What? I used to love it. I really did. Wait, what did you do? That's instruct? like me saying, well, I used to be a baseball player when I was 14. Oh, me too. Right. You, since the moment I've known you, and I've known you 60 years, <laughs> <laughs> you have well, never been an instructor since the moment I've known you. I don't think you can claim that anymore. I did in the beginning. You, I just don't think you knew that. Because I taught, um, like, cardio classes from age You taught jazzercise. I did not. From you 21 to 27. No, it was high, I don't believe high impact. Yeah, it was. Then why do you seem to not know anything about exercise? What? Do you? Do you know a lot about exercise? I know. Well, I think I do. Do you? Yeah, I know quite you a just, bit. How does someone who teaches or mm-hmm. claims to, at one point in her life, taught fitness yeah. be so opposed to the whole fitness concept because remember you for a while were doing the half a block sprint and mm-hmm. then walk six blocks mm-hmm. well I think- how do you how, how do you go that's that's like me saying i was a baseball player and now <laughs> uh somebody hands me a mitt and i put it on the wrong hand Oh, no, I think that um, at some point um, I just got burned out on it, especially the So it's the a burnout. Yeah, it's a burnout. totally. I mean, I still like doing lifting weights and squats, and, but I don't love cardio. Uh-huh. How about you, Whip? That. Would you consider yourself a fitness fanatic? Uh, no, but I'm a baseball player, and I'm also an actor <laughs> right. in musicals. Right, there you <laughs> go. Yeah. We're going to go by <laughs> Melissa's rules. Yep. Yeah. I- I've loved a lot of your work that oh I haven't seen for 60 I'm years. I'm a scientist. I went to right. state for science fair. Okay, yeah. good, cool. Yeah. Uh, the reason I bring that up is because we received a text at 60123 for this morning's Hey, I Was Wondering. And it says, Hey, Eric, I was wondering if someone that was into fitness, can they date someone who isn't into fitness? Mm. All right. Can a fitness fanatic 
date somebody who is fitness opposed. Does that work? Have you done that? Are you currently doing it? Do you have any thoughts on it? Because I figure this is a good question at this time, too, because generally if you're up at this hour, you're either uh, really dedicated to your job or you're getting ready to go work out or you've been drinking all night and you haven't been able to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was, I was wondering if you are going to bring that right. up. <laughs> 312-233-1019. Can somebody answer that text we received at 60123? I was wondering if someone that was into fitness can date someone that isn't into fitness. Okay. Yes or no? I uh, had something ready to go on this morning's Eric in the Morning list, but based on what Melissa just said, I might shift. Uh-oh. What did I do? Well, you know, that you used to be a fitness instructor. Well, I did. I don't doubt that. I'm, my question is, at this point, though, <laughs> at what point can you no longer claim that? <laughs> you know, at what point do you lose the ability to claim it? because it, Because it is so not a part of you at all. That's Like I said, that's like me saying, ah, you know, I used to be a BMX a bike rider. <laughs> Wait a yeah, when I was 14. If you were uh, a baseball player in college, you can't ever claim that you played baseball in college? I think you can for a while, but but you also have to like be in a softball league. and You can't like claim to be a baseball player and then, you know, at the age of like 55, not watch baseball, not own any baseball equipment, haven't been to a baseball game, and don't know any baseball teams. You kind of, don't you? Yeah, but I still work Am out I, here and there. Yeah. It's not like I dropped it 100%. I don't know. Am I wrong here? Is, is she still? I think it's a good concept, but I think Melissa, Melissa still has, um, she still works out. It's not like. Does she? <laughs> yes. I was just when? at the gym last well, week. Well, you she were? forgot her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot your shoes, so you quit. No, hey, I didn't. You worked out without shoes? Yeah, I did. Uh, I was wondering about that. 312-233-1019. Can a person who's into fitness date someone who isn't? Christy. Absolutely. Um, my husband and I actually have been together for 12 years, um, married for six. Mm-hmm. He is a super big fitness fanatic. He has a whole routine, gets up at 3 a.m. to go work out. He's oh actually God. a former minor league baseball player. Well, see, now he can claim it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. For how long, <laughs> right. though? Right. But if he no longer owns any baseball equipment and hasn't been to a baseball game in 20 years, can he still go, nah, I'm a baseball player? Uh... Probably not. Right, well, but, but I bet he does. I'm just wondering. I'm not claiming out. I'm a fanatic now. No, but you just you're like, well, you know, I'm into fitness. I, I said used to, I, I wasn't. I said I, I used, used to, teach to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, you, since they bring up the former minor league baseball players, though, I, I've known a few of those guys, and I think they still do say, yeah, I'm a baseball player. Well, I'm, I'm a pitcher. But they kind of have earned it, well, right? Well, that's true, I guess. Yeah. All right, Kate. Hi, guys. How are you? Right. Love your show. Can somebody yeah. who's into fitness date somebody who's not? Absolutely, as long as you're not forcing your significant other to be doing the fitness, too. Because my wife could, couldn't care less what I do. Really? And so you're into it? I love it. I'm actually on my way home from the gym right now. Oh, my oh. God. I don't know how you guys do that. Good yeah. for you. I think that's like like pure pure craziness. Isn't it? Getting up at this ungodly hour to go work out? <laughs> that's the yeah, number one. out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you're into fitness. I mean, like Melissa. Uh, oh, my that God. <laughs> So like, bad. if you got up at 3 a.m. Which I never would do that. To go work out before the show. Yeah, that would then never I would happen. Go, you are. You are a fitness instructor. 100%. No doubt about it. Hi, Diana. Hi, how are you? Hi. Can someone who's not into fitness date someone who is into fitness? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Look at all this. All right. I work out five to six days a week, and uh, I get up at 3.30, and my fiancé has never been to the gym. All right. Let me uh, throw this by you, okay? <laughs> uh, you mentioned you, he's your fiancé, and you get yeah. up and work out five to six days a week. Let's fast forward 10 years, okay? You're okay. married. You're still doing it. You're in tip-top shape. You're up at this hour at the gym. You head home, and you wake up, and he's laying on the couch with an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Is that going to uh, drive you crazy at some point, or will you be okay? No, I think I'll be okay. I'm a little more concerned with maybe his uh, you know, cholesterol. Right. But, uh, what if you um, walk in, and he's like, I just checked my cholesterol. It, it doesn't even register it's so high. <laughs> I, I would maybe hint at something like, hey, let's uh, take a walk. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's good. So eventually you might have to gently impose your will on them. I get it. Yeah. That would make sense, right? Yeah. Definitely. And we were talking about uh, oh working out. And Melissa said, yeah, I used to be a fitness instructor. And I said, "We're, um, when? <laughs> I've known you virtually your whole life. I even taught fitness classes when? in college to the football team. Remember that? No. I know you did other things with the football team. Oh, oh come on. Uh, top three things you used to be. Uh, uh, Natalie, you used to be. A triathlete. A triathlete. How long ago was that? Ten years ago. Yeah, that still counts. I think you're fine. That's a good question, Steve. <laughs> yes, you used to be. Well, when I was younger, we had a fish tank and my guppies had babies, so I consider myself a professional fish breeder. You are. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was hard to make sure that they stay you in are. that little foam thing. Yeah, <laughs> So you owned a fishery. Uh, John, in at number three used to be? Well, I used to be an actor. When? I did a, oh, about seven years ago, I did a made-for-cable public access movie. Oh, you're oh. an actor. There you go. You actually might be. Yeah, you know, I used to be an actor. You did one thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh. At number it. two, Kathy, you used to be? Used to be a tap dancer. Tap dancer. When yes, was that? Sir. Yeah. Uh, about 15 years ago. 15 years ago. How much did you do that? Oh, maybe, you know, half a year. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> shoes still fit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I spent uh, spent quite some time being a tap dancer. <laughs> Taught it professionally. <laughs> Finally, in at number one, Doug used to be. Uh, well, a few years back, my daughter bought me a Groupon for an introductory flight lesson, so I guess that makes me a professional pilot. There you are. Hey. Yep. That's right. I yep. fly with you any day. Yep, took a flight lesson. He's a pilot. <laughs> He's a pilot. Yep. Sure well pilot done. Is. Just uh, didn't continue to chase the dream, Doug? Oh, well, after that, an introductory flight, was, which was at a flight school at Midway Airport, mm-hmm. I wanted nothing to do with flying. Right. Little, little too stressful. Yeah, I did the oh, same yeah. thing. I went up once in one of those small planes, like the one that landed on the Glen Golf Course. Mm-hmm. I went for one flight with an instructor to see if I wanted to do it. I'm like, get this thing on the ground now. No. Really? Now. Never knew that, though. Now. You both but, retired but, early. But basically, I, I that also qualifies me as a professional <laughs> pilot. pilot. I was there. We challenged Mel D, because historically mm-hmm. over-trending on Twitter, right. she only picks musical stories <laughs> about bands. Because music is life. Because music is life. And she is the music dictator. <laughs> uh, so we said, all right, today okay. you're not allowed to do any music stories. Did you remember? Lifestyle. Oh, I remembered. Lifestyle, celebrity, yeah. anything but 
some random story about the 1975. Right. Okay? Because well, we know ever trend. We <laughs> know that's not trending. All right, are right. you ready for today? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Trending on Twitter, number three. Okay, in a story that went viral of college student Jason Gonzalez driving four hours back and forth from Minnesota to Iowa to buy and sell Krispy Kreme donuts oh, for yeah. people in Minnesota who couldn't buy them. So he's getting a happy outcome from Krispy Kreme. Oh. The news came after Krispy Kreme originally said to Jason, hey, you can't sell our donuts to make money for school. Then everybody picked up on that, and Krispy Kreme was basically ruining this kid's dream. But ah. now, in a tweet by the official Krispy Kreme themselves, they will be paying Jason's college oh. tuition in full. Wow. Wow. For him oh, so lucky. to be debt-free. So wow. they tweeted that their main concern was that the quality of their donuts would go down from when Jason brought them to and from Iowa to Minnesota, but now Jason doesn't have to sell donuts anymore. Wow, that's such a cool story. Trending on Twitter number two. Okay, the hit show Stranger Things, the Netflix original, it has such a big fan following, and it's such a big deal that today, November 6th, is recognized as Stranger Things Day. So in the show, this was the day that started everything that got the story rolling, and even the popular video game Fortnite is giving its players the option to dress as all of the Stranger Things characters today today only uh, you a big Stranger Things fan? I started at season one, and then I fell off, and uh, I haven't seen the rest. Yeah. I I've fell watched off both and... seasons. They're so good. Uh, the The newest season, I fell off like six uh, episodes into the eight. I right. thought I was kind of, I'm kind of like, I'm waiting for that moment when I'm like hooked, and it never happened in season right. three for me. Yeah. I haven't seen it. And uh, <laughs> trending on Twitter, number <laughs> one. Right. So Emma Watson, she oh, has some this is freaking feelings me out. about turning 30, which includes her relationship status. And what has everybody raising some eyebrows is that in an interview with British Vogue, instead of calling herself single, she prefers to refer to herself as self-partnered. So Twitter took that oh, and ran with it, calling it the most millennial thing ever. Hang on. Hold on. Hang on. Excuse me. I'd, I'd like to get off the world. Uh, Can we just stop? I'd just like to get off now. I like Emma Watson, but I'm with you. I like Come her, on. too. Come yeah, on. I'm not single. I'm self-partnered. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, right. uh, honestly. You can't, yeah. Uh, yeah, Twitter's on your side because everybody's like, she just doesn't want to be called single, like normal just people. trying too hard there. <laughs> She's trying too hard to be all about me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and she said so this, deep. and it got a ton of attention everywhere, and it's still okay. trending. Spending her life, not single, but self-partnered. <laughs> Secret bank accounts, huh? of people in relationships have them. Interesting. Anybody listening who has one and how much is in it? (laughs) Hang on, Missy. We're going to get to you here in just a second. (laughs) We're going to start with you, though. Obviously not your real name, Candy. It is, though. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, Candy, you have a secret (laughs) bank account? I do. Are you married or just dating someone or in a relationship? What's the status? Well, I believe it caused a divorce. Oh, the secret bank account (laughs) did. All right. Uh, How much was in the secret bank account? $4,300. And he found out. And And that was it. Uh, Now, it says here that 25% of women have a secret uh, bank account because it gives them independence and another 25% have a secret bank account because they don't trust their partner. What was your reason for having it? I just wanted to spend money the way that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wanted your own money Freedom. to spend it your own way. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, Hi, Missy. Good morning. Love your show. Thank you. Secret bank account? Yep. How much is in it? Over 200000 Wow. Okay. Nice job. 200000 <laughs> I didn't even know people yep. had bank accounts with that much. 200000 Are you married? Yep. And he doesn't know that you have 200 large in a secret stashed away hidden bank account? Nope. Wow. How many okay. guys right now, uh, myself included, are like, I'm going to have to do some deep diving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to so, have to do some deep digging here. Yeah. So what was your reason? Was it that, like what Eric said earlier, that you didn't trust him? There was two options. Or because you just... Everything. Oh, it was everything. Uh, everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, do you spend out of that money, or is it just a savings for when you decide you're going to leave one day? Exactly. <laughs> Why? What the... <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> she said when, so that so means you had, made this decision so you were, already, you just haven't gone yet? You were planning on leaving, but you had to stockpile cash before oh, you did? Um, actually, most of the money was inherited. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my parents both died. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. So, uh, you know, insurance money, right. property, you know, things right. like that. So a lot of it is unhinged. But all the checks are made out to moi because he's not a beneficiary because he's uh. a... In-law child, go. not a child. There you go. Okay. Oh. Ah, saving big money. It's not just for the ladies anymore. Hi, Phil. Hi, how's it going? Secret bank account? Yes. How much? Uh, uh, just like Missy, I have uh, 230000 Wow. Oh, my what God. What the hell is going on? Nice job, Phil. <laughs> All right, uh, Phil, why do you have two thirty large tucked away? Uh, I got my first job when I was 15, and... Put away close to ten thousand, and I had a every summer, and I had a grandma who was nice enough to match either all of it or oh, wow. up to five grand of it. So God bless grandma. As a yeah, as a way to learn how to save. So mm-hmm. so why do you not tell your partner about it? Uh it's not so much. I I just haven't gotten around to it. We're engaged, <laughs> and it's gotten around to it. Yeah. <laughs> and in ten years, she's gonna be know. like, I still, you know, I just really haven't gotten around to it. it hasn't come up yet. I, I haven't seen the right opportunity mm-hmm. to just bring that up just yet. Do you think well, that your partner's gonna spend it? No, it's not. It's not that. It's just kind of one of those things that it's, um, it's it's mine. So much that we really want to talk about it. It's more so that, well, let me, how do I say this? It's mine. Until you get married, I it's both it. of yours, buddy. Jim, what caused you to get into the most trouble with your parents? Hi, Jim. Yeah, when I was a kid, we were, uh, mom was away from the house, of course, and me and my brothers were playing baseball in the house. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, now, you know, we were supposed to half swing. Well, I got a hold of one and bam, right through the fish tank. Whoa! Your brother threw a hanging curveball. You had to rip it right oh, through the fish tank. Around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. There was no hiding that one. Yeah, that's, that's a tough cover up. That is a tough cover up. Oh, my God. How'd mom handle that when she got home? Uh, she wasn't happy, I got to say. Right, I would think. Not surprised. I would think. All right, hang on, Jim. Uh, baseball through the 20 gallon oh, fish tank. Oh. That's. That's big trouble. That's big trouble. Uh, the most trouble you ever got in with your parents. Joe. Hey, um, so when I was younger, I remember, like, I want to say first grade, so uh, me and my brother and family went to a funeral for an older lady who uh, used to babysit me and my brother. And I wasn't too fond of the lady, and I ended up telling her uh, sister that she was a mean lady at her funeral. 
Ah, you told her sister that she was a really mean lady, the dead person, at the funeral. Yeah, I had no clue about emotion and stuff back then. Right, emotion. Emotion. I I, I didn't really understand that stuff back then, emotion. I thought it was just standard. (laughs) Just be honest. You just just lay it out there. Uh, The most trouble you ever got in with your parents, J.J.? What's going on, guys? So my parents, of course, were out of town. I was about 18. My brother was 20. And uh, we lit those kerosene candles at a drunken party we were having on the back deck. And somebody knocked it over during an impromptu game of football and incinerated the entire 35-foot-wide deck and the back of the house siding. (gasps) Wait a minute. Hold on. You, You burned down the deck and melted the siding? We did. And actually, the funny thing is, they were gone for two more days, and we rebuilt the entire deck. Wow. Somebody, somebody was taking pictures, and about two years later, they found a picture of it, and they called me. You know, I moved out of the house. They called me and told me, what is this? And I had to go over there and explain to them exactly what, what had happened two years before. Wait, they didn't realize it was a brand new deck? Well, we played it off. I don't even remember what we told them, but we played it off like, oh, you know, there was yeah, yeah, termites. Termites. We decided to be proactive. We yeah. thought that this you guys were out of town. You actually should be thanking us. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. We yeah. told Happy to care birthday. you. We yeah. rebuilt your deck. Right. We were actually going to send you a bill <laughs> for the re- the deck we rebuilt for. Oh, that's a winner right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. There's your winner. So good. Yeah, we melted the siding. We burned down the deck. We built <laughs> oh, a new deck. We told our gosh. parents it was termites. They never knew. Right. Man. Nicely done, JJ. That is impressive. Well done. Way to screw up and spin it. Okay, we've cleaned up the house. Now the garage and that old fridge. But I... No buts. There's just one old jar of sauerkraut in that fridge. ComEd will take it away for free. Send us $50. But, honey... And we could save over $100 a year in energy costs. But... No buts. ComEd is picking it up next Tuesday. Oh, you just like to argue. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at comed.com slash fridge recycling. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at ComEd.com slash fridge recycling. Adults love breaking the food rules they had to follow as kids. The number one rule adults like to break that they had as kids, like your parents, like, listen, here's the rule. Now you're an adult, you're like, I'm not following that. I do it every single night. Ben, what is the food rule? No watching TV while you eat. Good rule. Not it. I also break that rule every night. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even. I don't even have fun eating unless I'm watching yeah. TV. <laughs> do people sit down and have meals at tables any longer? Yes, it happens. I think some do. I don't think so. At the TV all the time? <laughs> Maybe just not every night. I don't think it ever happens anywhere in oh, America. I don't think there's one family that sits down at a table. Oh, you have to be together. Yeah. Oh, I normally just eat by myself at the table. Yeah. How sad. Uh... <laughs> Try the TV. Yeah, you should go over by the TV. It's way more fun. Yeah, and have them keep you company. Stephanie, the food rule. Finish everything on your plate. No. Oh, I hate that rule. Yeah, that was another rule. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then your parents, I don't know if your parents were like mine, they pulled the rule if you didn't finish it. Mom would put the saran wrap over it. And it would go in the fridge, mm-hmm. and it would come out the next day. That's your next meal, yeah. Because yeah? you didn't get to move on to the next meal yeah, yeah. until the previous meal was completed. Right. Don't waste it. Right. So if dinner wasn't finished, there was no breakfast. Mm-hmm. Dinner had to be completed in the morning before breakfast could happen. Uh, 
Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good rule for yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finally, the rule we all break, Gene, is what? Eating on the couch. There it is. Oh. There it is. Exactly right. Why isn't this working? It's frozen. Eating on the couch is the number one rule adults break. They had as kids. They don't follow as adults. Usually the TV goes right with that, though. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right onto the couch. Hmm. Yep. Definitely. Okay. That, hence my point. Nobody's at a table any longer. Right? <laughs> Even the whole family goes in on the couch and chairs. Do they <laughs> sit at the table? If you share the couch while watching TV, that counts as a meal together, I think. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, Gene, do you eat on the couch? Never. Never? You go to the table? Always. My family does, though, when I'm not home. Really? And I know they do. <laughs> so you're actually the one that's enforcing the rule. Yeah, trying to. Um, how's that going? Well, like I said, they do it when I'm not home, so I don't, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you're not looking, rules are broken. Uh, more rules. Adults have broken food rules they had to follow as kids. Number one is eat on the couch. Number two, breakfast for dinner. We breakfast do that all the time now. Dinner. Oh. Yeah, Brenner. Yeah. Uh, number three, snacks before dinner. Yeah. They'll ruin oh, your appetite. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I hope I ruin my appetite. <laughs> I don't want to eat that meatloaf again. Mm-hmm. I, love meat. I love meatloaf. I know, but normally people make fun of not liking meatloaf. I love a good meatloaf, though. I, really I made do. meatloaf for the first time. Not great. Yeah. I brought in a meatloaf for you last year. You don't remember anything I do. You don't remember that I made oh. you a meatloaf. You know what? You live in the past. <laughs> live in the present. It was just last Earlier year. this morning, you're like, oh, you know what, Eric? I used to be a fitness instructor. Uh-huh. I'm like, when? I've known you 400 years. <laughs> uh, you know, back in 1961, oh, I taught true. one jazzercise class. I go, that yeah, doesn't make you no, a I fitness didn't. instructor. Uh, Other it. rules, adults are broken. Eat sugar. Listen to what make it okay. I do remember the Listen meatloaf. Listen to what make it okay. I remember the meatloaf, Melissa. Don't yell at me at the apartment later. I can verify the meatloaf existed. I, I remember it as well. Okay, okay. It's okay, then just whip. say it. It's okay, whip. Oh, my God. Admit it. It's okay to not remember <laughs> No it. fighting uh, at the dinner table is my true, rule. That's true. That's true. Sorry. It's okay. Not everything has to be okay. <laughs> I'm never going to break you of that, am I? Well, no, I... In, I, in your need to, who he is. To, to walk the middle of the line and make sure that everything is okay all the time. Uh, not all the time, just sometimes. <laughs> I used to say that Melissa was the comedian's worst nightmare because... <laughs> She would be in the front row yelling, like, a clarification to a joke. Yeah. I, I might think you might be. Because uh, every well, time, uh, you know, you go to an extreme for, for for a laugh, you'd be like, actually, that's not true. I remember the meatloaf. Yeah. I I might be guilty of that. All right. Yeah. Uh, other rules. <laughs> Eating sugary food before bed. Totally. Oh, yeah. Love that. Oh. I, I, during the night. Number five on the rules adults have broken. Dessert for dinner. Oh, that's weird. I don't know if I've ever had dessert for dinner. Like just intentionally, that, yeah. Like oh, as really? the dinner, huh? Like I never. I, I, I'm certain, but I mean intentionally. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have the Portillo's chocolate cake mm. for dinner. Okay. Which, by the way, I went through Portillo's day before yesterday. Ordered the mm-hmm. chocolate cake, got home, they forgot to put it in. Oh, that's the worst. Can I tell you? And they terrible. told me when they handed me it, they, they they go through the order and say, "Here's all that's in here," and they handed it to me, and they said chocolate cake. It wasn't there. Oh, man. That's a Can bummer. I tell you something? You're going to think I'm making this up. We're trying to make it better. I'm not. But this evens it out exactly. Of course it does. Because my story was the exact opposite. You where got two. No, no, no. <laughs> they did not have uh, the fish sandwich they ordered, so they had to get me something else. Uh-huh. But then, because it took them a second to get the something else, in my bag that I did not even order, they put a piece of chocolate cake. Really? Yes. Oh. I might have gotten yours. Probably. That is So if Portillo's is listening... Not going to lie, I feel like you owe me one. Mm-hmm. 
Chocolate cake for breakfast tomorrow. I'm just saying. And number six on the rules adults have broken, not eating all the vegetables. Oh, you know. 312-233-1019. When you were growing up, did you have a weird family food rule? Mm-hmm. A strange family food rule that you thought, even as a kid, you're like nine, you're like, I cannot wait till I'm 18 because I am stopping this right now. <laughs> I am not following this rule. When I leave to go to college, this rule disappears from my life. What rule was it? Adults love breaking the food rules they had to follow as kids. The number one being eat on the couch. The number six rule being not eating all my vegetables, which follows nicely with the rule you had to uh, follow as a kid, Stephanie. Peas. Peas. I absolutely despise peas. I'm 47 years old. I will not touch a pea. Because your parents made you, required you. It was like pea Thursday. You had to eat every <laughs> single pea on your plate. Finish your peas. Does it make me weird that I really like peas? I love I peas. Love I kind of like them myself. Like, I'll oh put them gosh. in salads. In yeah. anything. I like I when they, like, loving. crack a little bit when you get skin off. Yeah. Uh, the rules you had as a kid, weird to your house, Sam. We had a three-cookie limit. Three-cookie limit. Yep. That's a lot of cookies. Mm-hmm. That's they... what people say. When you're young, it doesn't seem like enough. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> no. Really yeah. Especially if they're little cookies. Yeah, no way. You know, they like, were, think they about, always were. Like three chips ahoy. Yeah, or That's Oreos. That's not that many, I, I don't think. Yeah, no, three Oreos. Yeah, you want more Oreos than that. And you become adult, and you're like, listen, I'm going to eat the whole package. The whole sleeve. Probably yeah. for dinner. Think about Girl Scout cookies. Right. People eat the sleeve right. on that. I'm not going to eat any peas. I'm going to eat a whole sleeve of Oreos mm-hmm. for dinner. Right. On my couch. <laughs> yeah. 312-233-1019. The rule you had in as far as food when you were a kid. Kathy. Hey, guys. Love listening to your show. Thanks. Hey, we didn't have to eat anything, but before we left the dinner table, we were required to drink an entire glass of milk. Right. And to this day, I cannot drink it. I think it's disgusting. I hate it. Oh. Yeah. And now really? I have three kids that love milk. Yeah, when forced to do something, you yeah, that's the immediately rebel against it. Yeah, yeah my friend's house is you only could drink water or milk, and it was after dinner. You couldn't drink it with dinner, like no right. beverages during dinner. No beverages during dinner? No, because you, they say, oh, you're going to fill up. I'm like, I want to go home. I need that like a weird. Coke right mm-hmm. now. Like, what Never if I that. start to choke? Well, that could be a <laughs> little bad. water, I uh, guess. Uh, but. Another milk issue. Uh, hi, Nicole. The rule you had growing up. Hi. Hi. Um, I, had, hi. I had to eat all of my meat, and so now I'm a whole food, plant-based, no-oil vegan. <laughs> oh, You had wow. to eat all your meat? It says you had to eat all your milk on here. Not milk? Oh, uh, no, it was all my oh, meat. Oh, your meat. I, just... uh, I was trying to do a milk tie in there. Back-to-back uh, back milks. Uh, the rule you had to follow, Gene. Uh, yeah, my mom barely ever made bacon, but when she did, she made it with liver. Ah. And for every piece of liver you ate, you got to have one piece of bacon. Uh, in order to get a piece of bacon, you had to eat the liver. <laughs> you couldn't okay. just uh, you couldn't just raid that's the bacon. Just, that's just mean. <laughs> oh my god! It's a balance issue. Heck? Not Ew. only bacon for you, not unless you have some liver. <laughs> that's just gross. You moved out, Rose, and what did you do? I we used to have a rule if you opened a box of cereal you had to finish it before you opened another one and I like Lucky Charms but I only like the marshmallow. Right. So I got my apartment and I dumped the entire bowl into the entire box into a huge mixing bowl. Ate all the marshmallows and threw out the cereal. Look at that! That'll all teach. Right. Hey, that'll teach them. Yeah, you're gonna do what you There's want. Here's your lesson. Watch what I'm gonna <laughs> do here. 
And finally, Jim. Yes, yes. My father always said, try it. You'll like it. Anytime you hear that phrase, you're never going to like it. <laughs> right. If they have to convince you to try it, you're not going to like it. That's true. They know you're not going of the to. Time. Yeah, they know you're not going to. Yeah. You're not going to go, oh, these Brussels sprouts are delicious. <laughs> They're trying to talk you into it. Why are you making that face? I just remember something. Oh. And like well, something that really, well, it like relates, like it's a good story, I think. You want to well, hear it? Well, like, <laughs> you want to hear it? All right, here's, here's, I want to say no, but I realize I have to say yes. So, yes. I just realized uh, we had a crazy rule um, uh-huh. when we would go out to dinner. My parents would never let us order something that my mom could make. So like, I remember you telling us We couldn't before. have, like, you know, like a cheeseburger or chicken. Like, my dad would be like, your mom knows how to make penne pasta. Order something else. I'm ah. like, I'm like, but I want the penne pasta today. Right. Yeah, Why well, buy it when so you, you can you, get it at home? You only were allowed to eat things that couldn't be created at home. Right, so then we'd have, like, really disgusting dinners. My parents were very price-centric <laughs> when we would go out. Oh, really? And I even knew it as a kid. I'd open the... I open the menu, I look around and go, all right, there are the 10 most expensive things. I will be having none of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You just knew. Yeah. Right. If you, and you knew not to even order it. Oh, for sure. Because dad would cancel the order. Definitely. Right. Like, you'd say to the waiter, um, I think I will have the steak. And my dad would go, no, he won't. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. He exactly. will not be having the steak. He'll be having this. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's talk to some hairstylists here. You ready? Hey, Taylor. Hi. Hi, you're a hairstylist? I am. They I'm say, actually on my way to work right now. Oh, excellent. Uh, how many clients will you see today? Um, I actually only have one today. It's a oh. slow day. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, now, so that's not too bad. Uh, are you a yeah. Are you a fan or not a fan of the new silent haircut push? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. It depends on the client. Like, I have clients, and I hate to say this, that are super annoying that I wish would just shut up. Right. <laughs> and then I have clients where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see them and tell them about what happened. I think oh. I fall into the former category more than the latter. <laughs> you annoy her. <laughs> I think that Amber sees me on the list and goes, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and do you, when you have like a full day of clients, do you have the same three or four topics in rotation? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's hard to keep track of what you've talked to people about, especially like if they're a regular. Okay. So I try to kind of keep it pretty similar just so that i can keep track of it in my own head i understand sure uh are you open to a really 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 great question from violetta (laughs) sure okay um violetta the floor is yours thank you thank you so much um so this is basically just for myself is what i was wondering is if i came in there and i didn't want to talk would it be rude to like tell ask someone ahead of time like how do you bring that up no, I've had clients before that are like, I'm kind of just here to relax. You can say it in a way where it's not like, don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> Be like, I'm just here to relax. So we could just like, you know, sit so here and chill. Are you offended by that or relieved by it? Oh my God, I'm absolutely relieved. Look there at are so that. many times, so many times where I come home and my fiance is running his mouth about his day and I'm like, shh. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, running run his, his mouth. mouth. Running his There's mouth. Stuff that's important to him. Uh, yeah. It says a lot. Ah, oh, right there. Okay, okay. okay. so it's not rude. Thank you, Taylor. Alexis. Yes. Uh, also a hairstylist. I am. I'm on my way to work right now also. Uh-huh. Do you have a full day of clients? I do. I have about like four people today. Okay. Uh, would you like okay. for all of them to be completely silent while you cut their hair, or do you want them to talk to you? You know what? I usually feel it out. If they're kind of come in after their long day, I kind of sense it. If they're tired, 
I'll usually pipe it down a little bit and not speak too much. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's my regulars. If I haven't seen them for about a month and we leave off on a good conversation, you typically will, you know, bring something up. And, sure, sure. You know, uh, kind of go off of that. Whip felt uh, that he has a question that's average at best. Are you okay answering <laughs> that one? Sure. Okay, Whip. <laughs> Well, I always wondered if you don't have a stylist already in mind, but you come in there, or, or excuse me, the opposite. If you do, and you say, like, I only want, you know, Dong, dong. let's dong. let's say Dong, right. but, you know, Angela <laughs> is also sitting there. Does Angela feel slighted if you're going to actually sit and wait extra time just for Dong to be freed up? Um, I would say no. Something will contribute to way, and... You know, you can't, it's, you're always thrilled that the person comes into the salon. And right. But, um, no, I would say not so much. Unless it's like a super regular, you want to see that person, gotcha. you know, gotcha. who would wait it out. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I would think that a lot of times you might uh, be like, oh, thank God. I get a little more time off now. Sure, but <laughs> you want the tip, Yeah, because yeah, Dong's going to handle this one. Yeah. All right. Hold Dong, on. I love him. Hold on. Hi, Jay. Hi, how are you? Uh, great hairstylist. Yes, and I own a salon. I'm pulling in now. Oh, so wow. Okay. All right. Full day for you? <laughs> yes, 10 clients. Oh, today. man. Wow. You are uh, busy. Do you dread the thought of talking to all 10 of them? Do you wish that like half of them were no talk rules? Um, I, I Not necessarily. I mean, if they want to talk, then I want them to be able to, and I enjoy listening to them talk. Um, as far as you know that goes, I will say like as an emphasis, Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, when you get home, it can be a lot because I tend to, whatever they're going through, right. I tend to kind of absorb that throughout the day. Sure. Um, but I do like the idea of if people don't want to talk, like, I'm totally, it makes it more comfortable for me if they're just like, oh, I'm just going to kind of zone out. Sure, sure. Because then I don't feel obligated to keep trying to make a connection with them. Do you, you know? ever zone them out? Like you get somebody, I don't know, like me or Whip or Melissa or whatever, sitting there, we're like yapping, yapping, yapping. We never go outside. You don't. You just stop listening. Um. Are you intentionally uh, turn the hair dryer on even though our hair isn't wet <laughs> to like drown it out? Did you do that? Sometimes there's quiet talkers where it gets uncomfortable after a while to keep saying, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" So after a while, you just kind of kind of go with it and hope that you're having the correct reaction. Right, um, but, right. But, right. I, but I don't, like, I try to not intentionally, you know, zone people out. So you ever have clients that'll shock jock you? I mean, they'll uh, they'll throw something at you that's completely, like, uh, c- catches you off guard or out of line. They're like, oh, guess what? I got uh, pregnant by the guy at uh, down at Jimmy John's or something. Or whatever yeah. <laughs> <All the> time. <laughs> Does that happen a lot of the time? It's literally part of the job. And yeah, you're the first absolutely. person I told. Really? I guess they're kind of like a bartender in a way. Like they say, like, you go in the yeah. bar and you tell the bartender all right. your problems. You could probably tell that to your hairstylist, too. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as an owner of a salon, like, that's a big thing that we say, too. Like, you don't, whatever happens in your chair stays in your chair. You don't repeat it to anybody. Gotcha. Everybody knows everybody. So yeah, I would tell everybody. It's there. like the confessional. Right, right. right. <laughs> yes, Whip. Yeah. I, I got another one. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually <laughs> Melissa's turn, Whip. Oh, do you want to you go, <laughs> Melissa? Yeah. Violetta got her really important question. You got your average question. It's time for Melissa's I feel left out question. No, you go ahead, Melissa. And if we still have time later, I will ask my (laughs) follow-up. Do you you have plenty of time, Jay? It's not like you have a client (laughs) waiting or anything, do you? It's sure. no big deal. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you guys need. Yeah, sure. I like to ahead. listen. You, you right. also go home to your partner and he's like a load and he doesn't, you don't want to hear anything he has to say. Because um, <laughs> you talked no. all day. 
Yeah, there is absolutely. We, there's days, but fortunately, he works with the public as well. So when I get home, if I have one of those days, I'm like, right. kind of got it's nothing like left. It's like crickets People. around there. Right, we agree to sit in silence. Yeah, <laughs> silence is the best. All right, Whip, I know it's driving you crazy. Jay's yeah. got a person in the chair, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> this just reminded me, because uh, a haircut person was telling me one time about a creepy guy that always comes into their place. Just oh, my to, God. Yeah, well, so do you get creepy guys who come in oh because you know they just want to hang out with one of the stylists? Um, creepy guys do need their haircut, too. Right, so. right. Yes, they do. They do get their I wonder if that's what they think at my place. Oh, God, here he comes again. Oh, God, here comes creepy Eric. Who's going to take him? He never talks unless the hairdryer's on. We don't know what he's talking about. The new survey by Paychex that revealed that 60% of people say they do more favors for coworkers than coworkers do for them. Mm-hmm. 22% of people say coworkers rarely help them when they ask a favor. Wow. Mainly because those favors are weird. <laughs> so we said, text us 60123, the strange favor a coworker asked you to do. Best one wins. Hang on, Alyssa. Among the finalists we received on the strange uh, favor a coworker asked of you, uh, can you follow my husband in your car? I think he's having an affair. Whoa. What? Whoa. Uh, number two. Weird favor my boss asked was for me to wash her three dogs. That's okay. I knew my coworker for a month, and she asked me to drive her to the airport at 3 a.m. My. Yeah, a month. I once went out with a bunch of coworkers for a holiday party at a pub in Naperville. One of the guys uh, that I worked with was married and asked if he could talk to me. He pulled me aside and asked if I'd be willing to do a threesome with him and his wife. Oh, oh no. Yeah. My coworker asked if she could store her breast milk in my refrigerator, three pouches a day. <laughs> a coworker who, inspi- who was aspiring to be a rapper slash artist asked me to take headshots of him at lunch. At lunch. <laughs> the lighting was good. Okay. Let me add, we work in a bank. Yeah, that's where all the rappers work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> rappers, bankers, welders, all Till the they make it. Uh, my coworker asked me to take him to his colonoscopy, then wait for him to take him home. <laughs> Okay. Coworker asked me to drive his 85-year-old grandmother to CVS to pick up her prescriptions. Wow. I helped my coworker clean out his first floor apartment after the building sewer clogged uh, and seven stories of sewage backed up into his unit. Yeah. Man. My coworker asked me to run out and buy her a new bra. <laughs> a girl asked me for one of my vitamin D mints to hide her alcohol breath at work. <laughs> mm. And then finally, a coworker asked you to what, Alyssa? He asked me to trim his nipple hair. Ah, yeah, okay, trim his what? nipple hair. No, that... Come on. Really? <laughs> What's the story there? <laughs> uh, we're really close friends, but we're also co-workers. He was wearing Under Armour because we work outside half the time, mm-hmm. and his nipple hair was getting stuck in his Under Armour. Oh, there's nothing worse. So he asked me if I could trim it for him. Right. I keep wow. snagging my nipple hair in my Under Armour. Can you help me out? <laughs> okay. Why, yeah. why couldn't he trim it himself? Uh, it was really short, and he's afraid to have scissors near his nipples. Yeah, I can't blame I can him unless that. you unless you're yeah. wielding them. That's totally under, it's a bad angle whip okay. with the short okay. nipple hair with the scissors. It. It's easier for Alyssa to do it. So I'm guessing you followed yeah. through and did do it for him. 
Uh, yeah, I You're a great coworker <laughs> and a good friend. Okay, we've cleaned up the house. Now the garage and that old fridge. But I no buts. There's just one old jar of sauerkraut in that fridge. Comet will take it away for free. Send us fifty dollars. But honey, and we could save over a hundred dollars a year in energy costs. But no buts. Comet is picking it up next Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> You just like to argue. Schedule your free pickup from the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program at comed.com slash fridge recycling. ComEd, powering lives, funded in compliance with state law. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. ComEd will pick up that old working fridge, recycle it, and send you $50. Schedule your free pickup at comed.com slash fridge recycling. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.